I'm Aria Schwartz along with Rachel Galligan, and welcome to the Windsider Show where it's all about the W. The Chicago Sky have taken care of business Wednesday night with another dominant performance against the top-seeded Connecticut Sun. After punching their ticket to the finals, we had to have head coach James Wade on the show to discuss. our show please consider joining our patreon community patreon.com backslash windsider for less than a cup of coffee a month you can directly show support for the hard work we do covering the w and don't forget to see our amazing staff's written content on windsider.com that is windsider.com and remember downloading the episode makes our stats look better and allows us to continue doing this important work do you want to sponsor an episode email us at info at windsider.com I'm honored to welcome to the show the 2019 Coach of the Year, and I get to be one of the first to say it, James Wade, finals head coach, fresh off of a statement series in the semifinals against the Connecticut Sun. Coach, let me start off by giving you a huge congratulations on making the WNBA finals. I know the job isn't finished, so let's not act like you're celebrating too much, but in all seriousness, this is a huge step for the franchise and for you as a head coach. How does it feel to be one day removed or, you know, 12 hours removed uh, from making the finals? Uh, it feels it feels great. Um, we're, we're excited, you know, as a franchise. Uh, this is, you know, what we've had our eyes out on that we want to play longer into the postseason and actually uh, get into, uh, you know, get in, get into a series. Uh, me personally, you know, I, f- I feel good. <laughs> I can, you know, just to say. I feel good. I haven't had enough time to soak it in yet because, you know, we're thinking about the next series. Uh, and I, I know I'll have an, enough time in the offseason to really reflect how the season has, has you know, come for us and, 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 you know, the heights that we've actually been able to accomplish. So uh, not really settled into that, you know, just quite yet. But um, I did take a few seconds to actually with like a minute and 30 seconds on the clock to actually look at the crowd and just take all that in. And that was like really, that that part really hit me because um, when you have Chicago represent like that and you know Chicago is such a strong um, sports uh, city uh, with a lot of great tradition and fans and um, and to see how they came out and to see the energy in, in the gym, I thought that was amazing. So that's that's probably one thing I've probably taken the time to write, like just really appreciate. Um, and that was after I felt like we secured the game. And let me just go ahead and say, as as a native myself, um, I, I don't I don't allow myself to get too like fan based when it comes to one one particular team. But let's be honest, I, I follow the sky for a very long time, and that is home for me. And I, I do have to say, I was fortunate enough to be at that game on Sunday, game three, which was absolutely incredible. And, and I've been to many games at Wintrust Arena and Allstate Arena back in the day. And, and, and that, and I have to echo what you're saying. This is a perfect segue to my comment. Like one of the, and I'm sure last night was even better and yes. un, an unbelievable crowd and, and energy there in the city of Chicago and the turnout. I mean, it, it was electric. I'm not sure that mm-hmm. I've seen anything quite like that. And I'm, I'm so jealous. I wish I would have been there. Um, last night we're recording this today here on Thursday. Um, but fingers crossed, maybe I can make it to a finals game. 
That's right. It, it, I was like, so Sunday, it was so amazing. It was so amazing. And I was like, I was thinking, like, following the game, I was like, it's no way Wednesday could outdo Sunday. I was like, wow, if people would just come, you know, and just just come and, and be close to Sunday, like, the energy would be amazing. Right. But it actually, like, blew it out the window. And I couldn't believe it. Yeah. I could not believe it. Yeah. Um, I was like, man, this is this is absolutely insane. It's a sports city, man. Yeah, sports and city. Um, they just want a winner. And you can tell how desperately they want one. And, uh, man, we want to give it to them. We want to give it to them. And I love the way that your roster and, and the coaching staff, honestly, feeds off of that crowd. That was so exciting to see. And to see Kai, you know, hyping the crowd up and, and all the big names there. You know, that never gets lost, I'm sure, on, on you to, to look around at the crowd and see, you know, Chance the Rapper, Scotty Pippen, all these other people there was just really, really cool. Mm-hmm. But I have to ask the question that the fans have been clamoring about all playoffs, and especially during this season. Did you guys play possum all season long so you could run the table in the playoffs? <laughs> and, and, and I joke, Coach, but like in all seriousness, you know, can you look back and tell me a moment that you kind of said to yourself, oh, yeah, we're clicking. Like, this is going to be a team that we can run the gambit because I don't think anybody at any point questioned you have the talent. But the question was more so, you know, when is it all going to come together and when are you going to click at the right time or if you're going to click at the right time? I mean, I felt like, you know, we, we started behind the eight ball with players not being healthy and, and players leaving for national team commitments. And we knew that this was going to be an up like an uphill battle. Uh we just had to find our stride. Uh, we were all confident in what we had. Candace was the like really like really adamant in saying we're fine, we're fine. Even when we were five hundred, she was like, "Coach, we're fine, we're fine. We're gonna, you know." And you you, you trust your vets when they say that. Uh, but toward the end of the season, I, I felt like our energy needed to change, and um, it did because they decided that, you know, okay, now it's time to play. And I, I hadn't been used to coaching a veteran team. Um, and we changed some things and it helped. And, um, but, but, you know, we, we were just trying to figure out who we were at a point to where um, it put everybody in a comfortable position to just do what they do best. Well, I, I want to ask, because I don't think, you as a coach and coaches in general get enough attention and enough like trying to peek into your mind and pick apart what's going on in there. So I want to ask you, which playoff series game, whichever it is, are you most proud of as a coach? Which one do you look back and you go, wow, I'm really proud of that game plan and how we how we, you know, executed it? Um, I, I don't I thought each series, whether single elimination got us ready for the next one. Um, but I think this one is pretty special, um, because I think people had us pegged at a lot. Some people, (laughs) some people said, Hey, you know, they catch Dallas on the wrong night. They're not going to beat them. And then when it got to Minnesota, it was like, oh, well, it was just the check mark, Minnesota. They, you know, it's, it's Minnesota. Right. But we did that and they was like, okay, you can have a lucky game. So the series is actually the one that I'm proud of because the better teams win those. Yep. And it's nowhere during the season that even one out of 10 people would have said that we're a better team than Connecticut. Yeah. 
And going into the series after Minnesota, really after Dallas going into the Minnesota game, something happened in our team where we knew who we were. And we knew how we had to play. And we knew if we played that way, we were going to be hard to beat. And so when we beat Minnesota, we were really confident and we felt as a collective unit that we were better than Connecticut. And um, it's just how we felt. I'm not saying if it's right or wrong. It's just how we felt. And um, we were maybe the only people that believed that. And so um, we just said, hey, we're going to be persistent in being who we want to be. And we think that we could give them trouble that way. And um, we think that we have a game plan to stop them from being comfortable the way they want to be comfortable. And so we were just persistent with it. And so it's the, it's probably the series that I'm, it's probably the series that I'm proud of because it's very tactical. It's about adjustments and adapting. And we kind of pride ourselves on those adjustments and what we see and, and how to stop players and stuff like that. And um, so, yeah, I, I feel really good about the series because you actually have to, it doesn't come down to a game and the best, it's not always the best teams that win the, the games, uh, but normally the best teams win the series. I'm pretty sure I speak for everybody, maybe other than, than you in Connecticut, that if we could just have a season that was just that series nonstop, I think we would have a lot of people that were happy. It's just so many different moving parts and so many different tactical things, as you were saying, um, that went into that was just so fun to watch. I truly believed that it was going to go to five. Um, and, and after being in that environment on Sunday, I'm like, oh, man, I might need to switch my tone with this because Chicago is rolling. It was interesting. I was talking to Clea Copper and. Um, I have a couple questions about her a little bit later on, but she said to me, she goes, you know, we, I asked her, I said, are you guys playing, are you guys peaking right now? And she goes, I don't want to say we're peaking. I think that we are playing our best basketball at the right time, but we can still play better. And that was before the game on Wednesday. And I thought that was really interesting. You guys have played six games in 13 days. You, you mm-hmm. look great. You, you, you're getting up and down the court. You're playing that brand of Chicago sky basketball that, you know, we all, a lot of people believed would happen at some point and, and it would click. And so it does feel that way. It's, you look great. I just, I have a question for you about just kind of the next couple of days. Obviously this very, we very well could be playing on Friday uh, because Vegas and Phoenix got pushed to five. You get a few more days here. Uh, we're recording this on Thursday. So I'm, I'm curious, you know, the, the game plan, the next couple of days, how do you approach that mentally? How do you, how do you approach that from a rest standpoint and a travel standpoint? I mean, so we're, 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 we'll actually play on Sunday. Correct. Right. Right. Yeah. So Sunday. Yeah. So, so what, yeah. what is the, 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 the time period between last night and, and that game on Sunday? Um, now that that's been pushed back because of the game five in the semis, what does that look like for you? We'll, 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 we'll get to the West coast, um, um, today and, and tomorrow morning or, you okay. know, and we'll get there. And, and then from there, we'll get on the time frame and, We'll practice tomorrow, and um, we'll we'll what whatever happens on Friday, then we'll get to that market, you know. But we we'll, we actually want to get to the West Coast and just be close. Uh, we want to be close to 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 action and sure. uh, practice and rested, and and then you know whatever happens, we either get to Phoenix or, or whatever. But I think it's important for us to get on in that time zone and, and just uh, get situated. Um, 
sure. and, and not have to adapt and have two days in that market if it's possible. And um, I think it, it, it'll help us out as far as, you know, uh, getting rest, getting off our legs, getting focused and uh, able to have meetings, able to have video, able to have, you know, and, you know, we're away from home. We've been road warriors all year. <laughs> so this is the most, um, our, 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 you know, our, our ranking, our six seed was a little funky maybe, but um, our road record was um, undeniable. So, uh, and we feel comfortable on the road. So, I mean, we're, we, it's, it's a weird team, I guess, like that, but uh We'll, we 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 get on the West Coast, and I think we'll 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 have a shot at which whichever team comes out of it. In in my mind, the whole team is having a sleepover at Candace Parker's place, and you guys are practicing in her giant backyard court. <laughs> but I, I don't know if that's actually happening. That's just in my mind what you're doing. I I applaud that. I think that's a really smart move to get out there early yeah. um, and get used to it, and not have any of those issues. You know, like what happens if a flight's delayed and you're getting there, you know, day of, and and have all that. But I do want to ask, I know we touched on this a little bit pre-show, but like, does the break worry you at all? We've seen a lot of teams that have struggled with that break, Connecticut, Vegas, I mean, heck, even Minnesota and and Seattle. So I'm curious that and then also like, are you happy the other? Well, I guess the next part of it is, are you happy the other series went to five or would you like to just, you know, keep running through it? Um, I just recently ran a marathon. That's my humble brag. And like, if you ever stop at a point, it, you know, it's just going downhill from there. So my question for you is like, do you have that mindset or you're like, you're just feeling good, kicking up your feet, relaxing a little bit? No, I think we're fine. We're preparing, you know, so I don't think, and it's not a long break, uh, to be honest, which is just Wednesday to, to Sunday. Connecticut had nine days, you know? Um, so, I mean, I think it was, it was tough for them, um, so, you know, and, and it was tough for them because they had to play against a style like ours, I think, because we, we get up, we get up and down. So um, if you're trying to slow down the pace and trying to run, you know, we're, we're probably not going to let you play at your rhythm that you want to play to. And I think that's one thing. I think they were they were probably a little bit more sped up than they would have liked. And I think that's that's it was a little bit more of that. And I think a, a lot of it came to do with, you know, um, them being a different team too, than they were in the regular season, as far as, you know, working in pieces together and, and figuring out combinations and stuff like that. Um, you're a little bit settled with, uh, you're a little bit settled with your rotation, I guess. And now you have to change your rotation uh, a little bit in the playoffs. And it's, it can, it can be tough. I think it can be challenging for coaches. Oh, definitely. So we're looking at the finals, right? You have a combined record of one in five against the Aces and Mercury. But obviously, this is a very different team that we're seeing right now. So I kind of want to get into your mind. What are you doing to prepare? Is it a we make two different game plans, one for the Aces, one for the Mercury? You know, kind of what goes into the mind of a coaching staff besides losing hours and hours of sleep heading into this? I mean, you have to prepare for the team. that you, you should want to play for, but I mean, play against, but that you're going to play against, I'm sorry. But I think the most important thing is, and I, I think I said it at the beginning of, of uh, the playoffs, it's, it's about us at this point. Like it's, it's really about us. Like we will have a game plan. And I think we, you know, personnel, you know how they like to play and you know how they hurt you. And so that's the easy part. Uh, but it's, it's really about us and getting the players to do exactly what you need them to do to be successful is, it's, this, it's where we can kind of win some time right now. 
before we let you go, I want to talk about Kalia Copper in particularly. I mean, I think a lot of people are super um, excited about Copper, the way she's played. She's been phenomenal these playoffs, averaging 18 points a game and, and just been um, so dynamic for you guys. I think it's interesting because Copper really had, and if you wanted to talk about a breakout, period of time it has really hasn't been these playoffs it was last year in the bubble and she talked about that confidence and how that confidence has turned uh, really 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 good just continued to go up over time how have you seen that confidence grow from the bubble season to where we are right now um I, I, I mean I talk about our team knowing who they are it coincides with copper you know knowing who she is and um so it, it goes hand in hand when you have a player like this who's uh, ready to take that next step and take that mantle and say, hey, look, <laughs> I appreciate you guys, but I got it. You know, this this probably is my team right now. <laughs> and uh, and Candace and Slood and the rest of our squad has been so supportive of her uh, finding her footing and, you know, riding her emotional wave. Um, it's been a great thing to watch like grow and it's been a great thing to watch her be recognized um, especially in the leaps and bounds and they've been going in steps and she's respected those steps so last year they recognized her as as a main player and um, our leading scorer and said hey look this is she's going to be big you know she's going to be big time um, we think you know and then this year she takes another step and she's an all-star and um, she didn't stop there. And that's the thing that's special. She didn't stop there. She said, I'm not just uh, satisfied with just being an all-star. I, I, I would like to take one step even further and lead. And so she's found the lane in which she can lead us. And that's emotional uh, energy. That's defensive energy. And that's getting buckets. And like I was discussing with a couple of the media members yesterday, not a lot of two-way players, not a lot that can affect the game the way she can affect the game. And, you know, the sky's the limit for her. And um, we would love for, you know, when it's all said and done, that when you think of Chicago sky basketball, you think of Kalia Copper. And you can see that last night because, like, the fans, like, Kai and the fans, it seemed like, uh, I don't know, it seems – it seemed like a, I don't know if you see a, a lead singer and he have the dancers behind him, you know, mm -hmm. that's, that's how the energy was. It was like cause energy and it just flew out to the fans mm -hmm. and it just, and it just flew out to everybody else. It was, it was amazing. And she did that Sunday and did that Wednesday. And uh, nah, I mean, she's, she's Chicago sky through and through. It's amazing. And, um, yeah. And when you, when you see Chicago sky, you're going to think, man, you got slewed, you got, you know, and you're gonna you're gonna think of Copper too, uh, and and in those type of games that she played Sunday and Wednesday, it it shows that. Well, and it's interesting you say that. Shameless plug: I'm I'm doing a feature piece on Copper for Just Women's Sports that's coming out <laughs> probably over the weekend. I hope everybody loves it. But it's interesting. I've talked to a lot of people around Copper, including Candace Parker and yourself, Coach, and everybody says the same thing: the energy that she brings to this team. And you're in there every single day. You've coached her for a few years now. Um, what is it that makes her so special and so unique and so good at what she does? Uh... 
you see it. She doesn't. So, so she's this um, off the floor. She's this different person where um, she's straightforward, closed, and quiet, and nice, and sweet, and she does everything for people. And and when she plays, it's like she's so open. You see everything. Like you see everything. You can see where she came from. You can see passion, uh, pride. Like you can see all these things just in the way she plays. And it's amazing to watch. And it's, I can't go into all those things because I'm a coach and I don't, I don't ever say, Hey, Kai, I appreciate you. So, I mean, I tell her I appreciate her, but, um, I feed off of it. It gives me so much energy. Um, and it's a, it's I, and I I don't know if she feels that connection, but I feel it, and it's it's amazing to actually coach that, because that's what coaches look for. Mm-hmm. They look for that energy to pick their team up when they're going through a hard spell. Like who's going to give it to us? And so now I don't have to look anywhere. I can just look at her and say, "Hey, give it to us." And that's that's and it's a it's a great feeling to have. Amazing, thank you, Coach. I know we're going a little bit over. I got one last question. We'll wrap up. I have to know, you know, all of these great players are getting a lot of attention, but a player that I've been a huge fan of for a while now that I feel like did an amazing job in that Connecticut series <laughs> was Ezra Stevens. Yeah. I, I mean, like underrated hero. Just just give me a little something. Talk to me a little bit about what she has been able to do and what she did in that series um, in your eyes. So Ezra's, um, she's a she's a special person. Um, she's, um, she's going to do whatever you need or, you know, just try her best to, to get it done. And so I made one of the adjustments that I made was, um, we had to make her out of a a 30 plus minute player. Uh, we won the first game with her, her playing 20 minutes and the second game we struggled and she played 20 minutes, but that was maybe the reason. And sometimes coaches go into matchups. It's a lot about matchups too. Um, when you, you you know, like one player may not play a lot this series, but they're not going to always understand it. Uh, and you you might need them to play a lot the next series. But uh, I got, I guess I got kind of stuck in her restrictions and she was healthy now. So I got stuck in her restrictions of playing her 20 plus minutes, but um, everybody knows my intention is always to make her a major player on our team. It's just, it's just always has been, especially since we, when we traded for her, we knew that she was going to be a major piece to us going forward. And it's, it's just now was the time I, I went back and I watched the second game after that night. And uh, we got in pockets where we couldn't score. We didn't have the right spacing. Uh, we didn't, you know, we didn't have the right length or athleticism or agility on the floor uh, that, and, and that could cause the problems that she caused uh, causes next to someone that's like her, you know? And, um, so I felt like, okay, the next game, she has to play a lot more and we have to play the sets that complement, complement her movement. And, um, you know, and, and, you know, we did, and, and, um, we end up, um, winning the game. It was a close game, but we felt like we controlled the game from the beginning. And, um, uh, we felt like she served as 
you know, John Quill is a long player. Like she's long. She's, you know, six six with six eight, six nine wingspan or whatever, maybe seven foot almost. Um, and but we have three players with the same body type, um, Candace and Z and that's too, that can cause issues. Uh, Z is very agile and very long and and knows how to get to player spots and stuff like that. And um, we felt like she could, even if Junquell had MVP games, we felt like we can make her exert a lot of energy, a lot of energy to get that. And if she exerts a lot of energy, that means other people aren't aren't um, touching the ball as much, especially if you have other play, especially if they're playing at a slower pace and they play at a deliberate pace to try to get the game to slow down. And um, it ended up working in our favor. And, and Z was a big part of that. Well, Coach, thank you so much for taking the time and joining us today. Everybody, make sure you tune in Friday night to see who Chicago is going to play in the WNBA Finals. Game one of the finals will be Sunday, October 10th at 3 p.m. on ABC. Thank you so much, Coach, and best luck. Thank you. Appreciate it. Y'all have a good one.